Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea. This is a Pro Wrestling Viewpoint, episode number 20. Hey, how about that? We made a milestone there, Mike. 20, there you go, right? Apparently, most people don't make it past 20, so we'll be here for next week, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Thursday, I'm good, yeah. Okay, me too. <laughs> I'd like to thank all that. What are we up to now? 60... We're up to 88 listeners. Oh, sorry. Thank you very much. We have listeners all across this great world. And uh, no, we're not getting millions and millions of listeners. But you know what? We have fun. And hopefully the people who tune into us on a weekly basis have fun too. Well, that's the thing. We try to make it fun, not just slagging. And, you know, we may talk about and I may say things about companies, but it's not because we hate them. We just want them to do better. Absolutely. And that's, that's it. You know, we're not here to be... I mean, I, I'm sure I could say a lot more things that are controversial and we could both and get more people to say, what the hell are they going to say this time? Well, that's I don't know right. they just have them listen and be like, yeah, you know, and, and maybe get a different perspective or something along those lines instead of just you know crapping on everything in the business but uh you know well the, the best content always comes with competition right and as we've said you know with with the the development of more companies and the putting of the creative to to a, a better growth potential you're always going to have more people be able to enjoy it right yeah and so speaking of potential um the wwe and peacock app lost a record $704 million in the first quarter of 2023. Oh, Thanks. This is compared to $456 million the same quarter in 2022. That's a 50%, 54% increase in losses. Is that the whole app or the WWE portion? That is the WWE uh, network, on the Peacock app. Yeah, that's that's that portion. Yeah, yeah. okay. Because I wasn't sure. Yeah, not the whole company itself. I know there's a Peacock network, right? Yeah. And then, so I didn't know if it was everything on the Peacock, but it's so. No, it's yeah. the Peacock app. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, this is gonna. We got. There's lots of things coming up now, right? And there's gonna be a lot of changes. There's, you know, we talked about Endeavor, now being involved and other platforms that they can go to. And media rates changing. When's the, Peacocks comes up as well soon? Doesn't I think all the media is up in 2024. Yeah, and so <clears throat> they might go. We're not doing this anymore. Mind you, WWE made their money, and they could jump to another any other. You know, like because Endeavor has that uh, great relationship with ESPN Plus, mm-hmm. and they have That's st- right. they have streaming. So you know, they could. You never know what they could do to bring them over there. Well, it's a, just a, they could easily port that over, right? Imagine a monthly plan that would get you both the UFC. And WWE. Oh yeah. That that would make the the Ring of Honor nine ninety nine offer really look really look sad, right? Well, I mean they get four ninety nine to get the WWE. So could you imagine they go over there and you've got because WWE always wanted their own net or sorry UFC wanted their network. There was talk about it. Now you have a built in when you come under Endeavor, you can go to P, to WWE. Where you could go to UFC mm-hmm. and you you could charge nine ninety nine and I tell you I'd rather watch that absolutely than, than the, I can't tell you we'd have I'd have to call it up on my phone the I was online and we were discussing the ROH show and it's like what would make me want to watch that this is terrible right and so people were like you know you get a lot of laughing face emojis and I swear to God that is the symbol for the hindered. Because, ignorance and they have no idea like i would like maybe i'm missing something T- tell me something so it but they go on and it, it, it not that it bothers it bothers me not like it drives me nuts but it's like it's so juvenile yeah because 
Just tell me why it's worth that. Because, I mean, they've got the... I'm sure they got the catalog of Ring of Honor. Great. But you better be offering some, me something more on what's coming up in the live shows. Because you want to be selling pay-per-views down the, down the road. And you want to be doing things like... You want me to watch every week? We've talked about it before. Split the roster. Mm -hmm. They have some good guys over there. Like, uh, uh, was it Blake Christian versus uh, Gringo Loco is going to be on there? I'd like to see that. But I don't want to watch it just to see matches. Put something into it to build to different things. Well, it's almost like the old bait and switch, right? You're, you're, you're offering and you're pumping up one thing, but then you get something completely different. And if you look at it, the catalog for ROH is good. It's not great. Now, let's face it. This is You're not talking about Hogan, Warrior, Steamboat, Savage, all the really big names. Yes, you have the quote-unquote indie, indie darlings, right? And where they are now compared to where they were, yeah. right? And maybe that's the, the big thing, right? Yeah. Is the fact that you're wanting to equate the value of them now versus what they were back then. That's the thing. The honor honor club is not what it maybe if it had better booking you might make me pay 9.99 a month mm -hmm. if it had better booking because then i could go back oh, i want to watch the first one you know which i did watch you mm -hmm. know you had low-key danielson and brian and christopher daniels which was a good good matches but i mean yeah. the booking back then when it was just an indie was better than it is now the way they progressed and the built things and they you know back when it started yeah and now it's just like, ah, who's who's here today? You and you. Yeah, you guys are going to wrestle next week. <laughs> like, there's no rhyme or reason of whatever they're doing. Well, it's almost, it really is like asking fans back in the 80s to pay for Wrestling Cavalcade or Maple Leaf Wrestling, right? Remember those shows when you had, they were just jobber matches, right? They were building up all the different guys, right? And back when I was young, I didn't understand that. I didn't know that, we were really getting nothing. We were, we were enjoying the character and it was getting built. But as, as a fan, especially a new fan, like I was back in the 80s, I didn't know that this is not the norm, right? It wasn't until we had Raw and Nitro in that we had basically almost main event matches every match because those were names, You had Saturday, right? Saturday night's main event every week then. I didn't even get that because I was on the old antenna, right? Oh, so I, I was lucky to get whatever I got. But when we're talking about the value of the, the, the matches, if you look at what WE has now, sure, they have that stuff on the network from way back then. Yeah. But the amount of content that is on the network that was really pay-per-view, not only was it actual pay-per-view, but it was pay-per-view worthy. Yeah, there were some years where it was very lackluster. We ran into that whole you know dip, ebb and flow. But when you're comparing the price... There, there's no comparison. Yeah. And for them to be getting, I think you said they have 15,000 subscribers right now. Yeah. So it's $150,000 a month. That That's really not an awful lot. Yeah. And that's nothing to be bragging about. Because what did he pay for that company? There's different rumors. And, you know, so you're not really sure. But, I mean, if he paid more than $5 million, including the catalog, I think he might have paid too much. What did WWE pay for? $3 million for WCW? <laughs> Vince McMahon, right? Vince McMahon paid more on on his indiscretions than he did for WCW. Exactly. Like, you know, I mean, <clears throat> not making light of Vince McMahon's indiscretion, but I mean, $3 million for 
that whole catalog with WCW because when they bought WCW, they got WCW, they got Georgia Wrestling Catalog, Mid Atlantic Wrestling Catalog, uh, Florida Wrestling Catalog. Like, yeah. when they got that, they got so much stuff that was worth way more than one. Well, what are you going to do mean, with it, though? So here, here's the other situation, right? If you're going to offer it at $9.99 for unlimited access to their catalog, Okay. To, uh, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor's yeah. catalog. How are you going to monetize that? If you take a look at WWE, look at the number of compilations they've had for the NWO, right? The Monday Night Wars. Best of Mid-South Wrestling. St it's still on the network. Yeah. But how many of these things have they built? Yeah. I don't think, now correct me if I'm wrong, and I haven't watched the, the, the Ring of Honor channel, but I don't think they've done one thing to highlight any of the Christopher Daniels, Samoa Joe, Brian Danielson, any of the big names that are currently on the roster now draw that interest, right? So if you're if you're if you're a, a, a savvy business person with a mind for how am I going to make money off that's an easy win right there. Go hire a, go take some of your production staff and say go sit in your production booth for the next six weeks. Give me a best of Christopher. Give me a best of Christopher Daniels, um, Claudio Castagnoli, Brian Danielson, right? Get all of these guys because you can build that. You can do two things. Not only are you building up ROH, but you're also going to bring up awareness for AEW. Yeah. Right? Because they really are still the same roster. But anyways, I digress. Yeah. We'll get over to AEW shortly. Um, some of the other news coming out of WWE this week uh, was the rumor of a Warner Brothers product. Apparently, there's going to be a, a cartoon short or cartoon program that is going to be done. It's been... De uh, denied by people in the industry from Warner Brothers, um, but I saw a number of uh, Facebook, other internet posts earlier in the week that seem to indicate that there re really is something that's going to be uh, coming soon for the WWE content-wise when it comes to cartoons or you know additional media. Right? They're going to redo the Rock and Wrestling. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling is now Roman Reigns and the family, or the one, yeah, the or bloodline. the Bloodline, yeah. or you know. Maybe the many faces of Foley. Who knows, right? But well, uh, WWE smart enough they break it up to a Bloodline cartoon, a Legends cartoon like like Foley or Undertaker. Or <clears throat> there's so mm -hmm. many things they break that up to make it so entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. Like there's so many steps ahead. Not trying to criticize AEW, but the business side of WWE is so many steps ahead of what AEW is doing. I mean, AEW is doing a lot right now with the growth and stuff, but that's why Tony Khan's got to be the top of the pyramid that's and right. oversee everything and be like, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. Yeah. He's got to be hands-on, I think, with the product more so. Like, obviously, he has to be... You have to make sure the product's good mm -hmm. in ring and stuff and be watching, being like, what he doesn't like and stuff because it is his money. All the other stuff, he needs to be able... He can see it, but he's got to be able to put people in charge of that. Well, he needs to divest himself from that matter. But um, an interesting development from Raw was the appearance of Mr. Personality himself, CM Punk. Oh, there you go, yeah. With him apparently being inside backstage area. In Chicago. In Chicago. Um, so apparently some backstory on this is that he was down in uh, Tampa for uh, an event and uh, ran into some people who were uh, on, on, the, on the same roster coming back on a plane. Yeah. was made aware of their event coming up in... Uh, Chicago near his, uh, his own home. Yeah, he's like blocks from the place. Yeah. Apparently, yes. And he walked uh, over with with Larry. <laughs> that's right. And so he uh, apparently For those that don't know. Sorry, Larry is CM Punk's dog. But go ahead. That's right. Making sure that he's he's well taken care of. Make sure they leave nowhere near around him. That's right. Um, but anyways, I digress. But apparently, the uh, the rumor is that uh, 
while he didn't have a private meeting with Triple H, uh, he was seen in public areas with uh, Triple H, Miz, and a few other notable uh, names. Uh, seems to be a opportunity for him to smooth out the ruffled feathers that he ruffled when he left way back when. As the old saying goes, never say never, right? Apparently he had a big conversation with the Miz. Mm -hmm. he was, that was the biggest conversation. And then he did speak to Triple H for a few minutes. Not as long, because obviously Triple H is... He's got to be careful. You know, he's yep. too, but he's too busy busy mm -hmm. <clears throat> i mean even just to smooth over you know sorry about the whole and any of that kind of thing but the miz because they were friends at one point right and something happened i can't remember what it was and they and punk just yeah. you know but i guess that was, that was a big thing as he sorted out some of that so but you know we'll see what happens i mean and it sends a clear message too if they're talking i wonder what tony khan's thinking at this moment like what the hell well it's forcing the hand yeah. right at the end of the day he's still fully on the contract with aew yeah. Word going around is that uh, Tony Khan is not going to buy him out. He'll basically make him sit out the contract for the length of time. Fine, he's making his money. What's uh, he making? Is it three million a year? Something like that. Jeez. Something, oh, something geez, stupid. That's terrible. What was yeah. it? A three-year contract? Yeah. So I'm going to sit home and do nothing to make nine million dollars. Oh, that's a rough life, I tell you. Yeah. So he's technically, he this, technically this is in year two. So he still gets to do because he writes something for some comics and things, and he still gets to do the commentary for that MMA group. So it's like, all right. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, yeah. yeah, no, but it, it'll be interesting because the, there's uh, talks that apparently he and Chris Jericho had talks after Raw, and um, you know, I guess they're trying to smooth things out to to bring him back. Maybe this is the conversation that needed to be had to to force the hand, right? You either do something with me, or I'm going to find a way out, and you're not going to like it because at the end of the day, you you want to have a, an opportunity to to finish out your career right and punk's got some good lawyers i mean restraint of trade maybe or things like well you're not going to use me you know let me go somewhere else mm -hmm. well we're still paying you but that's not the point no you know and who knows i mean lawyers man they can they, they can do they'll anything find, they'll find something sure they can you know and who knows tony Khan might not want it. negative publicity he's got yes he's got a good big legal staff but do you really want to waste your time and energy and money on that just then let him go be like yeah. i'm not going to buy you out but you're free to go wherever you want you chalk it up to experience and you say we learned from this fool me once shame on me shame, shame, on, you. shame on you fool me twice shame on me right yeah. fool and me so three times i'm a total idiot and that's stop, right stop, you don't you don't talking. deserve the money so pass it over to me talking to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but um so as we we go over to aew we see that uh they had a, a good start to the dynamite program starting off with nine hundred thousand viewers uh but unfortunately ended up under eight hundred thousand at 762 yeah, that was not last night. Oh, this was last week. So that was the that was the week before. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was, I was That's doing okay. The numbers on that, and they they dropped down pretty good. Like, I mean, things are dropping off. People aren't even waiting around for Big Bang Theory. They're dropping off pretty quick. Yeah. And you know, so but then they dropped. I, I think I sent you the stuff with this week's viewers running against basketball. 863,000 viewers. They're, they're yes. up 33,000 viewers from last week, and they ran against the NBA playoffs. Don't even try to figure it out. There's no question. It's just like, well, they did better than last week. Hey, so. maybe Roderick Strong is a draw, right? You could be. Maybe so now now that's everybody out of WWE for the uh, Undisputed, Undisputed Era, Era right? Yeah. So, okay, well, great. Now you got them there. What are you going to do? Well, right? Bob, Bobby Fish is the only one that's not back again. Yeah. But, you know, he could he'd be brought back. But what's you the point? What? You know, right? what, though, that was the thing. I mean, I don't mind Bobby Fish. You know, don't get me wrong, Kyle O'Reilly. But, you know, after he left and just talking drama and shit and, 
you know and it's just like why does everything have to be drama like I mean I get it sometimes people piss you off and whatever but he had to get you know these guys that give opinions when they don't want to like uh like that who's the lackey for the young bucks oh yeah Cutler yeah talking, Brandon Cutler he's talking shit about he talked shit about JR once it's like stop JR's got more time taking a crap in an arena that has wrestling in it than you do in it just just stop while you're behind okay you're looking like a moron and then he goes after Punk and deletes his like dude you're not even at a point to have an opinion like Brandon Cutler is the absolute epitome of latchkey yeah, yeah. yeah he's it, clearly it? got something on the the Bucks because he's no talent. What the hell is he doing with the elite? You know, obviously he. I, can I get yeah. paid what he gets? Clear to, to, to walk. What <laughs> we'll split. Does he? <laughs> we'll split the profit. Oh shit! Does he? Does he? Like he? Does he have a backstage role? I don't think he does. Does he? I don't believe so. I, I'd have to look. Maybe that spring up. the aerosol. Remind me for all the shit that, that they spew backstage, well, is that, right? Remember because of that whole Japan thing, right? Remember what, back in the Pancrase days, they spray the shit on your shoulder. When oh, you get okay. And yeah, that's yeah. it. That's an aerosol thing because they're Japan, right? Oh, and God. so. I, I remind me for next week. I gotta look to see what Brandon Cutler's duties are back there because whatever he's getting paid, it's too much. And you know, I mean, and causing that kind of that kind of issue, like talking shit to Jr. I would never talk shit that like to like Jr. has forgot more than that kid's learned. That's right. And then and you know, and then going after Punk and deleting it, it's like don't have an opinion. I get backing your friends, but that that ship sailed. You had a time to say something, and now is not the time. And especially, yeah, because it was Jr. he went after, I believe, right? Yep. And it's like, dude, just shut up already. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. Oh, <clears throat> there's so much. You know, they talk about being all acceptance and and whatever crap over there, and it's the most toxic. Seems to be the most toxic environment. I I would if there was an over under. If I ever got hired there, I would last a. I'm saying, what two weeks? Would that be the over over under? Uh, the over under would be a day because of the f word. Oh well. I mean, <laughs> there you go. Myself. See, yeah. I didn't even have to say it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I guess it'd be like, look at you. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> you know. Speaking of that, I, I cleaned it up today. I said fornicate at work instead of. Oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> a, a small step, a baby step. It doesn't make the fact that you you know swore ten minutes later for five minutes straight but you know baby steps well, right 10 minutes you're exaggerating it was probably five but yeah you know so. <laughs> but i mean it's like AEW. i mean they said they, the way they were going to do things and things like that and then there's so much that you from that that you get that's toxic and like we were talking about you know you got M- mjf saying can't wait to get out of here in 2024 basically saying that this is a secondary company mm-hmm. then you have the quote-unquote pillar sitting there shooting on each other talking crap <laughs> it's like, oh my God, you're making you guys all look like, mm-hmm. look like you're ridiculous. Oh. Or you have MJF posting a, a post about the flippy flips. Oh, I love right? that. Right, <laughs> and and then deleted it. So I guess the the Bucks didn't like his his take on that. Uh, right. So again, you, know, but... you have you have too many. Uh, I know we talked about it earlier about Kenny Omega's statement or his conversation being a part of the shoot in the program, but it's true. The inmates do run the asylum over there. Right? If they yeah. didn't, why do you have Kenny Omega wrestling on Dark? Did he? He was on Dark or Elevation. I don't know which it was. I'm pretty sure it was Dark. It's like, what the hell is Kenny Omega doing on Dark? I had no idea. Nobody with a name, nobody of that upper echelon should be on any one of those stupid shows. Yeah. Rampage is a stretch as it is, right? <clears throat> well, you know what the thing is, and you were saying about what uh, MJF said. I don't like the way MJF swears a lot of times when he's out there. 
mm-hmm. coming from a guy who swears, but <laughs> that's a, right. There's pot a, kettle. There's a, there's a time and place. And then he, you know, and like that kid that was getting the picture and he flipped the kid off and things like that. It's like, I get character, but, but when he says, don't go killing yourself and you said it, that bump card when it's full mm-hmm. is full. That's right. Save that crap for Matt. And we spoke last week or the week before for times where it means something. Maybe hit something cool like that at all in because I'll tell you, Dante Martin right now is wishing he didn't hit hit that uh, destroyer on what was it, the Ring of Honor pay per view. Yeah. Because that was just ridiculousness. But you know what I mean? You, like honestly, like just work more. Stop doing stuff just to pop the crowd. Yeah. But it comes back to training. And when you had guys like Regal in there that could have taught you mm-hmm. how to do get the crowd, do things, get the crowd up, and do different things. Without killing yourself. Yep. I mean, you know, it's like it's not much to get. Not doesn't mean much to get more viewers than NXT. It's like driving by a car wreck. That's People right. are going to stop and watch because they want to see what's going to happen. Absolutely. So, I mean, that, that's you know that that's the thing when it comes to that. It, it's uh, MJF wasn't wrong. Yeah. Well, with the uh, speaking of not being wrong, it looks like uh, Dark Elevation is uh, ending. Uh, their last show is. Uh, Hang on, for everybody that's listening, <laughs> my dog Penelope Murder Dog seems to like Tim. Every time he comes over, she's she's up and she, <laughs> and she's trying to give him kisses. It's hilarious. <laughs> Too funny. Too funny. <laughs> Sorry. Go she, ahead. she clearly she clearly smells our my my yeah. three pups. Yeah, it's like it's funny. He comes at the door and she gets all shiny, happy and stuff, and wags a tail and everything. And then she's trying to be up and part of the podcast. My daughter Kylie will love this. I'll tell her to watch it. Hey, we'll get another listener. I'll tell Kylie that's right, it, right. So, but go ahead. But uh, so yeah, with dark elevation ending, I guess this is making room for the new show that'll be on in uh, July, I believe. Yeah, that's gonna be taped in um, Calgary. If yeah, I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I think it's yeah. Right? It, I think yeah, that's where they're going to have the finals of the Owen Hart uh, King and Queens of Heart tournament. Yeah, well, that's so. uh, on fight because that that's where the there was the final episode of, it, and people were like, "Hang on, what? The final episode? Not that I mind because I don't think I've watched a match from it, let alone an well, episode." Well, I'm I'm glad it's ending because I can't see more programs. So they've got this. Uh, this program ending, but they got, it's going to be replaced by this show that's going to be taped in Calgary. It's and, dark, yeah, Dark Elevation. Is it Dark or Dark? One of the dark Elevation is the one yeah. that's currently now, yeah. right? But they have another one for Saturday nights starting up. Yeah. Plus the two that we have now of Dynamite and Rampage. And then you got Ring of Honor on top of that. I mean, I know it's not AEW, but... <laughs> it so. might as well be because they, they have not properly segregated the, the, the rosters. Yeah. Right? Again, if you're going to have all these shows, you got to have an opportunity for the... The roster to be fully utilized. Yeah. And I don't see that happening. Dynamite and Rampage. How many people were on Dynamite were on Rampage as well? Well, I mean, right? they, they kind of tried separate. And first, it was cool because you got to see what's going on with Hook. What is going on with Hook? Because was he on last week? I don't think he was. And so, I mean, really, they, they should. All, all four shows. They, they hundred Like Arne Anderson cut a promo. And he said, with uh, Wardlow, he goes, the 150 people... 150 wrestlers in the back walking the halls. You mm-hmm. know, I'm throwing out an open challenge. So you got 150 guys, and you have, let's say, four shows. Yep. Why are you not breaking that breaking that down to 37 guys per show? Well, I mean, that's, that's a, you, more you than have that. enough top talent for all four shows to have a good mixture of top talent, and then everybody else to build up to, right? Yeah. And you can have it where because the other two shows are. I know. I think the new one is going to be two hours too. I hope not. 
so but you have two hours one hour one hour and one hour mm-hmm. so you have you have 75 for the first show yep th- more than enough absolutely and then you have the other three shows you can you can split the other other guys up yeah I mean there's no there's no reason no reason why you can't have because like, there's so many guys that they're not even using like they could put guys over and they want to make Ring of Honor or these other shows mean something I mean you got Rusev, Rusev sitting there doing nothing House of Black half the time doesn't do anything they get their couple of matches and then done it's like there's so much more they can be doing when they have and utilizing you know like we've so, talked a hundred times mm-hmm. in Jerry Jarrett's uh, um, shoot interview with Hannibal he said Vince McMahon said to me focus focus the spotlight that's right Just focus the spotlight find your guys focus the spotlight I mean, some people say, well, you can't do that. You can't have it where you focus and that guy's going to be there forever. Jerry Lawler was in Memphis for how long? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's different then. Yes, it was different, but they kept it. When you have a good booker, you can make that guy make you money. Like Jerry Lawler, like, I mean, Jerry Lawler wasn't, he was not uh, the greatest worker in the or, Sorry, I got it, because I'll reiterate that. Difference between a worker and wrestler. Yes. I mean, he was a good worker. He didn't go out there and do 10,000. He was a man of 1,001 holds. He wasn't Dean Malenko. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you right now, Jerry Lawler, I love Dean Malenko. He's one of my favorite wrestlers ever. I loved it when he was number one in the top 500 in uh, in uh, 1997. Yes. Uh, but he didn't draw as much money as Jerry Lawler did in Memphis. Oh. <clears throat> and But that's, again, the sizzle in the know. state, right? And, and you have to be willing to sacrifice one for the other, right? Yeah. They always talk about Hogan, and they always rip Hogan for only having his moves. Well, the same thing with Cena. Again, five five moves of doom. Yeah. But he had personality, and he was a big draw, and he's still a big draw, right? Yeah. He, was, he, he hadn't wrestled since New Year's Eve. He was on the WrestleMania show this year, and he still had a huge pop and a huge following of people, yeah. right? And, well, you know, it kills me because on my, a buddy of mine from the U.S., Rick Lieb, he wrestled Pennsylvania area, and uh, he had up. He put up a thing of Hogan wrestling in Japan, and the fans that don't, you know, you hate saying marks. I can use that for a derogatory term for people who actually think they know and they don't, because that'd mm-hmm. be the biggest mark. <laughs> but and I hate using that term though. But these guys, it's like yeah, because he knew they showed Hogan in Japan against uh, Tenru, and then there was you know there was the Muda match, which was tremendous, and there. He, these fans only saw those it's like dude go back before 1983 and see all this stuff over there in new japan pro wrestling i mean he took on anoki there was other matches and they go oh yeah he had to, he had to wrestle over there they know he'd be gone no when he came over vince mcmahon told him exactly what he wanted mm-hmm. and we talked about the bump card a guy 300 pounds doing the stuff he was doing in japan in zaguri he did in zaguri's back in the day and stuff things like that when he, you do that that's still a bump it wears on your body that's right? right and that's why they had him doing the uh oh, what's it called the blue thunder whatever with the with that clothesline elbow-esque type mm-hmm. thing to as a finisher because like he said hitting those leg drops oh yeah bat on the hips his back yeah that's that too. what did did it to, with his back but that's the thing over there when he did that stuff it's not because when he came here it wasn't that he got lazy like they said and things along those lines mcmahon said mcmahon because I don't care what anybody says about McMahon back then. He was smart. He's like, no, you're going to do this. Absolutely. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. You know, Piper could have went out and out wrestled guys. No, you're going to be that guy throwing punches and a brawler and that, like, and that kind of thing because that's what we want from you. We don't want 10 Ric Flairs on a show. Mm-hmm. Or we don't want, you know, 10 Ricky Steamboats. We don't want 10, We want guys that are different. 
you know, and that's that was that's the difference when you know with, with Hogan over there, and and just when you brought that up, I mean, there's a difference between a wrestler and a worker. Mm-hmm. You know, Hogan drew how much money? He could have went out and wrestled more like a Ric Flair, but why? That's right. Because you know, all things equal in a real fight, if you have guys that are equal in everything, say Flair and Hogan against each other, equal in what they can do, let's say in a real fight. And you have one guy that's got 40 pounds on a guy. I'm putting my money on the dude with 40 pounds that's with right. everything else equal because that's just the way it is. Uh huh. You know, 99 out of 100 times because anybody can get caught. Of course. But, but the backdrop of wrestling is realism is UFC. Absolutely. But, but I don't even know what we were talking about, but we got, caught, we got carried, <laughs> up, carried away and started talking about the whole A little bit of nostalgia, a little bit about uh, at the end of the day, we're, we're always looking at wanting to see things better. And when it comes down to whether it's the WWE, Ring of Honor, AEW, TNA Impact, NWA, M- NWA MLW, IPW, AAA, CMLL, GCW, like, you know, all these. I would love each of these companies to be pay-per-view-esque, making the money, options for other guys to go work and make money, and an alternative for people to watch. You know, because, you know, I wouldn't mind the Saturday sitting there watching five hours of wrestling. God. You know, if I had five hours for myself on a Saturday, I don't know if I'd be doing wrestling. <laughs> um, I'd probably get thrown out of the house. <laughs> well, I mean, Trout, but, uh... Trout, it was Trout Opener last weekend, so I don't know how many Saturdays I'd be around, but at least you'd be able to stream it now. That's right. You know? Catch it catch it when I can. That's right. But, but... I mean, yeah, that's what we want. It's like, you know, I mean, tag Corgan and con those guys in this when you put it up because that's right it's like it's not to slag these guys it's like it's not there's nothing wrong with saying you need help and knowing your weaknesses and you know what i mean tony khan's not a booker bring somebody in and start learning from them you know there's they've got guys they've got them and we've we've beaten this horse to death and i think we brought it back from the dead and beat it dead again the fact of the matter is or billy corgan even you know he got both of them he got rid of all this all this left because i think he was the guy running that ship Mm mm-hmm and yeah. now he's got nothing. And now he had, I don't know who he has to, to, to help him out. I'm glad all this showed up on Impact. Impact. Uh, but you know what I mean? But it's yeah. like, it, just utilize those people. And they got the money. Yes. I would love to have some of that money. Well, apparently you know? they're going to take a lot of that money at, at Impact and, and throw it at uh, Trinity Fatu. <laughs> Maybe um, we might have to start doing a video podcast so people can see your reaction. Well, because you're sitting there like, what the TF? Really? This is what you're going to sandbag me with at this oh, time? Oh, my God. Oh, my. Oh, that's like, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I think we talked about it before. Monet and, and Trinity Trinity leaving. Yes. Because they didn't feel they were being booked right. They were the tag champs in a program with the singles champs. And they didn't think that was enough for them. They didn't feel they were being utilized and respected. What do you mean? You're the top female angle in the company. What I'm not sure what else more do you want, and then it's like well, we're taking our ball and going home. If you take your ball and going home, you have a contract. Yeah, you broke the contract. But I mean, I, we've touched on this before. I believe though, also, if say WWE, AEW, any of these guys can just let you go at any time, I think the back lake and the territory days, you should be able to give a month's notice and be like, here's my month, and I should be able to go too. Yep. You know, I mean. And then when they go, just let them go. Don't let them play that game to get a better booking. But it, it, it doesn't. <clears throat> I mean, I would. I 
as a pro, as a promoter, you look at these guys, and if I was a promoter doing using these, anybody who would do that, I would never use them again. Hmm. Well, it's the same thing with uh, um, Tessa Blanchard, right? Somebody put a post up on on online saying AEW has no interest, WWE has an interest. Nobody should have any interest in her. She's poison to the industry. She thinks she's bigger than she is, and she's not. Yeah. That whole run in Impact where she beat uh, Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan for the Cage. title. Cage is no, well, no, no, no. I'm not a big fan of these intergender matches. I know it's fixed. I know it's priest um, storytelling and all that. And, yeah. But I, my preference is keep the men's matches, keep the women's matches, call it a day because that's realism to me. Yeah. Not a chance. Well, you know what? And this is the thing when it comes size wise. I mean. You take two MMA people. You got Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Let's put them in, if you put them in a real fight. You know Brock Lesnar's going to beat her within an inch of her life. Honestly, mm-hmm. that's what would happen. I, I mean, I didn't mind the Jeff Jarrett versus China thing. It was uh, no DQ, but also China was huge and jacked, mm-hmm. and Jeff Jarrett wasn't bigger, really bigger than her, and he was the smearmy little sneaky scumbag. Yes. So it made sense. But Cage versus Blanchard? Nope, not even close. Like, and people go, oh my God, that's terrible for you to say that. Well, no. What, I can't have an opinion? I mean, looking at that, that's not real. Now, if you took Snooka's daughter. Tamina. Yeah, and put her against, say, Chad Gable. Mm-hmm. Mm, no, because no, he's, he's, he's very such good. a great wrestler. Yep. Like, and he's, he doesn't have that. He's a little sneaky, but not like against, say, The no, Miz. Yes. Maybe The Miz. Cause I, or, or LA Knight because they're both got that oh, they'd make a great tag team they would could you imagine because Miz is a superstar and he's like LA Knight and well, <laughs> Triple know. H we will take <laughs> profits from this so uh, you know feel tre- free to send money this tremendous, way but could you see with, with her against them because yes. she's big she's strong very athletic yep. you could make that a little more but you just can't take any woman and put against any guy no like no, it doesn't work it that just way. it just it, it doesn't make sense there has to be a way to do it and when to do it in my opinion yep. i mean the build with blanchard sure but i mean cage is what two, legit what 270 how much blanchard run in at 200 maybe let's say 200 oh, if that i and i don't even think she's that no. i mean that's just and i mean i don't know it's one of those yeah, yeah. well this was our 20th show here's to another 20 if you like our podcast, like us. We're not subscribed yet, but feel free to follow us. <laughs> Share. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week for week 21. And remember, it's Pro Wrestling Viewpoint on Facebook. Indeed. Uh, and, Spotify, and Spotify. And Apple Podcast. And like, Google. Like, listen, and share. There you That's go. That's right. There you go. Let your friends know that you have a good time listening to our ranting and raving about the world of wrestling. And if you have anything you want us to talk about, send us a Yeah, feel free message. to send us a message on Facebook. And we'll uh, gladly take your, your conversation piece into consideration. Questions, and opinions, whatever you want. You've been listening to Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea.